0: Welcome everybody to Catfish Weekly, presented by Whiskerware Apparel, along with Chuck Davison and Doc Lang, I'm Lyle Stokes, and tonight we're going to visit about a big tournament that goes on in Pennsylvania, but first we're going to visit with Chuck and Doc and see how their weekend went. Chuck, I understand that you're pretty warmed up down there in Alabama.
1: Oh yeah, Um, you know, heat index of almost 105 right now, Um, you know, Wednesday's going to be almost 110. So, wow. um, yeah, and you know, down here, you cannot. I don't know about the places y'all live, but you know, the afternoon thunderstorms, um, you know, they just, they just pop up and, and build. You don't you don't know they're coming. There's no way to forecast them. Um, you know, so just about every day they say fifty percent chance of rain because they don't know what's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, we talked about that before, Chuck, and, yeah, and I really think them guys have got the best job in the world. They get paid whether they're right or wrong. It doesn't make any difference. They get a check every week, and I'd love to have a job like that.
1: Oh, yeah, really? it's uh, it's been, uh, you know, warm down here. It's probably, you know, the, the one of the warmest um, summers over June and July that I've seen. It seemed like, you know, usually August is the hottest month, uh, but... You know, last year and this year, um, it seemed like the the, uh, the mid to the, the mid part of June to the mid part of July has just uh, been dominated with the heat. It's, um, it's, it's getting really rough, but, you know, the more you get outside, the more you get used to it and get climatized for it. You know, it's the guys that stay in the air conditioner all day that, you know they'll go out in it for just a little while, and and they got to go back in. But I try to stay outside as much as possible, so so I won't have to rely on that air conditioner.
0: I hear you, I hear you. Well, Doc, how's it going out in your neck of the woods in Ohio? It's uh it's warm. It's
2: like you said earlier. Uh, I went out and mowed the yard. It was kind of it was kind of hot. Uh, it rained here this morning. We got three tenths of an inch. Uh, and then it, it just it hadn't done anything the rest of the day. Lynn just told me in 38 minutes it's supposed to rain, but we're we're not seeing much.
0: Well, it I looks like you might have switched over to your phone.
2: Yeah, I got tired of fooling with this
0: uh, <laughs> well, you, computer. You really you really been <laughs> fighting that thing the last couple of weeks, and it oh, and for a while man. it worked so well, but
2: uh, I don't know what's going on with it. So any fish
0: biting out your way?
2: Uh, I haven't been out. I know Bink and them, they had a tournament this weekend. Uh, let me see if I can find the results here real quick. Ohio Hills, uh, they, uh, Todd, Anderson, Chad Ward, and uh, Noah Evelyn had 63.4 pounds. That's what won it. Uh, Jeff and Brandon Copas had second at 63 pounds. Uh, their big fish was a 49-pound flathead.
0: Man,
2: that's and, giant. Yeah, and that's the biggest fish of year for the club. And then third was Bob Kemp, Greg Adkins, and uh, RC with uh, 59 pounds. So the, you know the weights were fairly tight. It was a rough, rough time. Bink said he didn't know what was going on with the fish. So well, nobody uh, brought, I guess, n- nobody brought in a limit.
0: You know, if they Ben can't find it in fish, they are tough because he's usually yeah. on them. Exactly. usually on them. We didn't we didn't have uh, we didn't have anything going on that, that I was at this weekend. Uh I went up and visited my mother a little bit and uh, took my brother a boat ride. He kinda liked that. And uh <clears throat> I know that there was a tournament, uh Joel Roberts and them guys uh laid it on them over there at the Kansas City Catfish Tournament. Uh, I believe it was a Waverly tournament. I, I, I just I didn't stay up to date because we was gone all weekend and and uh, you know they, they put a seventy something in the boat which uh, that's a giant. I don't care where you're at, seventy pound fish yep. is a pig. And uh, Joel's a great guy, a real good fisherman. So I'm very happy for him. Uh, I didn't get a lot of uh, response, and I want to make this announcement again. You guys that are having tournaments and uh, want to announce uh, results on tournaments contact one of us and we'll make sure to get that information out on the show we'll be glad to do it but uh, we, we just cannot spend the time going through all the social media sites and and uh, calling everybody and getting those results we'll be glad to announce when your upcoming tournaments are we'll be glad to announce uh, the top five or so or how many ever uh, the payout is on. On on tournaments and get that information out to everybody, but you're going to have to get it to us. We just can't uh, we just can't go through and, and search all that. Now the stuff that we're familiar with that are local to us, we'll try and take care of that. But uh, like I say, if you want that stuff announced, uh, let Doc or or uh, myself or Chuck uh, know, and we'll make those announcements weekly uh, and and make that happen. Uh, you guys, uh, you know, we've talked a little bit here with Ben. Uh, we have Ben Sladek on our on our show tonight, and he is with the Field and Stream uh, tournament that's going on out in Pennsylvania. And this is a huge event for a great cause. And he contacted me. Oh shoot, what was it? been three months ago, we talked about oh, getting yeah. you on here.
3: Yeah, I think it was back in February. I gave you I gave yeah, you a message it, on Facebook. Yeah,
0: it was it was a long time ago, and I'm thinking, man, we could, this is this is a good deal, but that's a long way off. But you know. Uh, the way things run, you got a plan that far ahead, and and
3: uh, oh yeah,
0: we visited Doc and I visited with you a little bit this afternoon, and all the great things you've got going on, and and uh, this is for an outstanding uh, cause. you Your your proceeds are going to the Make A Wish Foundation, and man, that that's just way cool. And uh, I know Joe Gordon and and a friend of mine won that last year. Uh, uh, it, it'll be really, really a good deal. You doubled your entries from the first year to the second year, and if you get 100 votes this year with all the prizes and stuff that you got, that is really going to be awesome. And uh, you know, I know Chuck and, and Doc have got a bunch of questions for you, and I'm going to let them take off on it because Chuck will, Chuck's already figured out that you got a bunch of prizes, and I'm sure he'll, <laughs> he'll want to talk about a lot of that stuff. So, Chuck, see what you can do with it.
1: How you doing, Ben? Oh, I'm here, man. I'm here. Great. Um, yeah, tell us about the uh, first 50 teams with a uh, soft-sided Carhartt uh, collapsible cooler.
3: Yeah, let me uh, let me whip that out here. So uh, I want to say thanks to Ryan from uh, Carhartt. So the first 50 teams that register for the tournament are going to get this soft-sided cooler. Now it doesn't look like a cooler. I mean, this you know. Looks like a, a frisbee, but pull the pull this back open, and you know, boom, just unfolds right up. You got a ballroom opener on the side, you know, nice, nice. I mean, even if you don't want to use it for a cooler, you uh, like I was talking with you before the show. You could use it as a you know dry bag. uh... yeah. First, uh, first fifty teams are gonna get one of these.
1: Great. Yeah, I've seen the uh, the list of sponsors, and it's just unbelievable who's on board. uh you know we you've got names of uh, all pure fishing companies on board mm-hmm. um, Okuma, hummingbird um, you know North Face, Coleman Rapala, uh Team Catfish, um, Striking, Garmin, GoPro. I mean some of the top names in in, in the fishing industries that has jumped on board with this. Uh, it's just unbelievable who all uh You've got helping out with this. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, how you went about about collecting a lot of these sponsors? Uh, Well, when I started this, I wanted to do,
3: you know, have a raffle and obviously, you know, be able to somehow give back, you know, to the kids, but. Uh, I wanted to give I wanted to give quality stuff, and I'm not knocking anyone else's tournament, you know. But anybody could go to a tournament and win, you know, a fishing combo from Walmart or whatever. But I wanted to really I really wanted to spark the interest, you know, of you know people who are serious about you know the sport and use you know the gear itself. So that's why I kind of reached out with uh, you know some of the vendors and. Um, the corporate uh, crew up there at the corporate office, you know, helped me out, and uh, you know, got a hold of you know some of the top brand name companies to bring them in and help us out.
1: Great. Um, tell us a little bit about the um, the Make Make a Wish Foundation. Sure. So when I whenever I first started this, it was
3: uh, like, probably, yeah, two years ago now. Uh, you know, I came up with the idea. I mean, as corny as it sounds, I was driving to work one day. And I've been with the company since 2007 uh, is when I was with Dick Sporting Goods. And then the Field & Stream store opened up in 2013. So I d- basically just switched over. Same company, just different entity. And I kind of pitched the idea. And I wanted to do something, you know, to be able to give back to the community. Um, so I kind of, you know, I thought of different ideas. And I had, you know, some other people, you know, kind of um, – Give me, you know, what their thoughts were, and I kind of just came up with the Make a Wish Foundation, and you know, I think it was, you know would have been you know one heck of a cause. So I contacted uh, Stephanie, um, who works for Make a Wish, and uh, we got the ball rolling on that, and, and you know, she uh, welcomed us with open arms.
1: Right, um, you know the the you know what all does the Make a Wish Foundation do? They they take kids' dreams and and make them a reality.
3: Yeah, um, it's basically uh, kids, you know, with a terminal illness, um, and what they do is uh, they they basically help, you know, sick children, um, you know, grant a wish, you know, whether it be small or big, and and that really is is what is what the tournaments, you know, truly about. And uh, I get people, you know, asking all the time, you know, well, how does you know buying all these raffle tickets and uh, you know whatnot? You know how does that make a wish come true? You know, or how, how does that? No, what I want to say? How does that cure a kid's uh, disease? Well, to be honest, it doesn't. But you know what it does do is, uh, you know, gives them a smile on their face, you know, to keep plugging along, you know, and you know, knows that there is hope, and, and and that's truly what it does.
1: Exactly. I mean, I've seen some of the uh, some of the wishes come true. You know, uh, a, a little boy went to Navy SEAL school um a little girl went treasure hunting in the Caribbean and, I mean it's just so unbelievable some of the things that's been accomplished with this organization that uh, you know I mean they, they have this dream and they just seem like they're unreachable and they're happening so you know they they it's like a just a, a, a one um just a one line bucket list that these kids have and uh they're making it happen for them.
3: Yeah, it, it, it truly is. I mean, you know, uh, it, it, it's hard. I mean, I'm not going to lie. You know, the check presentation for the past two years, I mean, it was emotional. I, I mean, you know, I'm a tough guy, you know, but, you know, when it came time to present that check, man, I mean, there's tears in my eyes. I'm, I, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, you know, it, it, it's a rough time, you know, but uh, I, I, I'm i happy to do it. You know, it makes me feel good. Uh, I love it.
1: Tell us about some of the stuff that will be raffled off at the uh, at the tournament. That's going to go toward the Make-A-Wish Foundation for your seven thousand dollar goal. So, um, in addition to the Carhartt cooler, um,
3: I got a couple things here. The first hundred and fifty teams will receive one of these per team. Well, both of these per team. Plano has donated. I tallied it up. They donated $2,100 worth of tackle boxes. I got 150 of each of these, so uh, each team will get a, you know, a pair of these. So uh, I asked them. I was like, I expect a larger turnout this year, and as always, Plano, you know, went above and beyond, and they sent 150 each. So uh, I want to see 150 teams out there. So as far as like the actual prizes itself, I-, I brought a few here with me. Uh, I got a. Uh, not sure if you guys are familiar with the GoPro cameras. Oh yeah, I love these things. I my buddy he had one for the longest time, and I actually got my hands on one. I I can't set it down. These things were amazing. I use them when I'm fishing, snowboarding. Great great cameras. Uh, what else we got here? We got the uh, we got a hummingbird Helix Five. Wow! These, I'll tell you what, when these things first came out, uh, when they released in our store, we literally we could not keep them on the shelves. Um, we got with our vendors, literally they were sold out everywhere. Um, so I want to thank uh, Hummingbird for uh, helping us out there, and then uh, one last one here. We got a uh, we got a Garmin EcoMap Chirp 43. Color. Th- these things are nice. I personally don't have them, but I- I've heard of a lot of guys you know that use these and use Garmin you know specifically, and you know they they absolutely love them. And uh, just about all of these prizes here, bare minimum you know, are worth $300 or more. So uh, yeah, you know, definitely, definitely quality prizes.
1: Right, that those are raffle items, there. Yeah,
3: yeah, correct raffle items.
1: And, and uh, I see there's a, a Yeti Tundra 45. I was gonna bring that, but I I feel like loading up in the truck. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a uh,
3: Yeti Tundra 45, and then it'll be raffled off with a uh, um, it's called a, the rod holster. Whenever you uh, flip the cooler up. Uh, the straps that you use to actually strap it down, the rod holster uh, slips right inside. So, you know, say you're on shore you're at the beach, uh, you got a rod holder right there on the cooler.
1: Great. And um, a hook angler fishing kayak? Uh,
3: yeah, Perception Sport. Um, they act. They donated, they, well obviously they make kayaks, but they the one they donated was exclusively for the Dick Sporting Goods and Field and Stream stores. And um, uh, it's decked out i'll tell you what it's nice i mean i've never really kayaked a lot but uh after i sat in this thing man it makes me want to buy one now uh it has rod holders on both sides um swivel swivel padded seat it has comes with an anchor kit and a Scotty rod uh, rod holder so uh, i mean it, it's a it's a complete setup ready to go on the water wow it's re- ready to go out flathead fishing oh yeah and, and they re- they retail in store for 550 bucks too
1: Wow, that's without any accessories. Yeah, that's without any accessories. And uh, I see a master-built 30-inch smoker.
3: Yeah, yeah, uh, I got one of those. I I figure, I mean, not just fishing prizes, but, you know, a lot of catfish guys, they like camping too, so I kind of wanted to get a little variety of everything this year.
1: Great. Yeah, and, you know, some of the spectators, you know, they may may not even be fishermen. You know, they may just be there to support the foundation and, you know, instead of somebody winning something and, and, and not be interested in it and give it away for a Christmas present or, you know, turn around and, uh, you know, put it on Craig's list or something, you know, some of the stuff, you know, you're going to be able to make sure you keep it around. You know, that oh, yeah. 30-inch smoker, you know, that, that'd that be something I would love to have. Um, I love smoking some good old meat now. that's some It's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So t- tell us about the uh, some of the stuff that's in for it for the anglers, um, you know, the, the um, you know, some of the stuff they're going to be getting for, uh, you know, for placing in the tournament, uh, um, stuff like that.
3: Uh, yeah, so basically, um, in addition to the, uh, the Carhartt and the Plano stuff, um, there's going to be, we, we do a cash payout for first through 10th place. And basically how that works is it's $80 per two-man team, or you can fish by yourself, and $20 of each entry fee goes to Make-A-Wish. And then the rest of it goes into the pot that we divide up uh, for first to tenth place. And I believe, uh, I don't have my notes with me, last year when Joe won it, uh, I believe it was around 850 bucks, And uh, him and Matt, they donated just about half of it back to Make-A-Wish. Great.
0: Matt. Uh, oh, I can't think of his last name. Matt. Um, McIntyre. McIntyre, yeah, a super nice guy. Heck of a fisherman. He's from uh, local to my area. I'm, I'm telling you, he's uh, he's bad on the small rivers. Yeah, you got you got to you got to be able to
1: handle him if you're fishing against him. They
3: they brought in some big fish last year. Uh, it was def- definitely impressive.
1: You you know that. Uh, um, joseph gordon character yeah yeah I, I finally
3: finally met him last year yeah he, he's a, he's yeah, he's a, a um,
1: real nice guy
3: yeah what about oh uh you met glenn Orr? not yet uh i actually i just sent him the registration form so he got a hold of me on the facebook page i never knew who he was and then um i guess tim Redinger from ready bait he's one that help you know helps me out with the tournament i guess he knows him pretty well and um but glenn sent me a message and he said uh because I seen a popped up, catfish mafia. I'm like, I'm like, who is this? And uh, the 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 first first line said, "Hey, uh, hey Ben, uh, I I bring you uh, five to ten teams. Is that all right with you?" I said, I said, certainly. I was like, pick them up, break them down. Uh, so I, I mailed him out. Uh, I think like five or six entry forms. So uh, and I believe he fishes with his wife, if I'm not mistaken. Correct.
1: His son, I believe. He usually brings his son. Uh, he may fish with his wife, I don't know, but most of the time uh, you know, a lot of the Potomac tournaments and when he when he comes down for the uh Owensboro, um he had his son in the boat and um him and uh uh Joseph Gordon, they fished together last year at Owensboro. Oh,
3: um, uh, they made the
1: uh, Monsters. Yeah, Monsters Ohio, they they made the big trip together and um you know they they had, They came down, and had a really good time. You know, we've we've, uh, you know, we've been uh, knowing them guys on Facebook for a while. We've got you know some mutual sponsors with them, and mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of us are like brothers and, and never even met. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that you know that's how you know them guys are to uh, some of us. You know, they're they've been around. We've met them a couple times, but we're always talking to them on Facebook and stuff.
3: Yeah, real good guys. But uh, as far as like participants go, I mean, I, I am I'm quite surprised with how many how many out of state uh, teams I've already got this year. Uh, I'm not sure. I think uh, you guys probably know him. his name is Ryan Lawrence from Dayton, Ohio. Yes. I actually seen he commented on there. He contacted me a couple weeks ago. Uh, I mailed him out a entry form. And I believe as it stands right now, he's, he's the farthest one away. I think it's about five and a half hours he's going to be coming. And then we have, uh, obviously, Glenn out there near uh, Harrisburg. And then there's two teams coming from Inwood, West Virginia that, that sits, I believe, right on the Maryland border. So, uh, I mean, I just want to say thanks to all, all those teams coming, guys and girls. Uh, I, I mean, to show your support, to drive, you know, multiple hours. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I'm thankful, and I want to say thank you.
1: Yeah, the um,
0: you know, yeah, all you got did an, is. did not Ryan Mark Bowville's partner? What was that? Ryan isn't he Mark Bowville's partner, Josh?
3: I'm not sure. I didn't. He didn't ever, uh, never never send in his entry form yet.
0: Okay. Ryan
2: Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's Mark's partner.
0: That's what I thought. Tough competition for somebody right there.
1: Oh yeah, you know they they just caught that um, that record blue cat. Um, West Virginia. Yeah, West Virginia, Virginia record. Um, you know, so that that's not that's not much home waters for them. So you know they're they're pretty tough wherever they go. It's gonna be great having some guys like that up there fishing.
0: Quality yeah. fishing.
3: Yeah, it's good. It's good to see, uh, you know, some serious guys. But I mean, I, I even encourage the people that you know that don't even know how to fish, you know, that want to learn, come on down. I mean, well, I got you know a, a bunch of people that are helping out. Um, you know, we'd love to show you guys the ropes if you don't know how to fish. Come on down anyway. Even if you don't want to fish, check out the prizes. You know, um, you know, buy some raffle tickets.
1: Great. Okay, I'm going to pass you on to Doc. I'm sure he's got some good stuff for you, and it's been great talking to you. Same to you. Hey, Ben, good evening. How are you? I'm doing good. So your tournament
2: is, where is it going out of?
3: Um, it's going out of Bridgewater, Pennsylvania, and where the actual tournament site and everything's going to be held, it sits on the Beaver River. And if you go right out to the right, not even 100 yards, that's when it dumps out into the Ohio River.
2: Oh, okay. So you guys got, a, well, you said last year you had 70-some boats. So you yes. have a fairly good ramp that you're uh, able to use in.
3: Yeah, we, uh, there's, there's three, uh, well, actually two ramps last year, but this year I was uh, nice enough. My friends who I go jet skiing with all the time, they dock their jet skis down at this private marina called Bridgewater Landings, and the uh, the owner has given me permission to let everybody launch there in the morning and use their parking lot. So, and that right there is literally four blocks from the tournament site. So I want to say thank you to him. And then there's actually two other launches that are you know right to the left and to the right. So I mean, it, you can pick on any of them. And a lot of people have been asking, you know, where can I launch or do I have to launch? At a certain one, you know, it don't matter where you launch. It does not matter.
2: Gotcha. Okay, to help help some of the people that are out here listening to the show, uh, what's a fish limit? How many fish limit?
3: Uh, five fish limit uh, per team. Is there a slot? What do you mean slot?
2: Uh, you, minimum. Well, minimum and max here. Like here in Ohio, we're only allowed to have two fish over thirty-two inches and. They have to be a minimum of 14 inches.
3: Nothing like that, no. Okay. All
2: right. How many poles?
3: Uh, I believe the the PA fish, I think it's three. Yeah, three poles uh, per person.
2: Per person? Okay.
3: All right. Yeah, it used to be two, and I believe they changed that within the last two years, I believe. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, they bumped it up.
2: Pennsylvania was two. So. So they good for them. I'm glad they bumped it to three. It's a lot easier to run three than it is two.
3: Oh yeah. Especially in when the the it's bad.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so <laughs> that's that part of the the river up there. That, that's in Ohio. So is, it's above uh, Pittsburgh.
3: Uh, where I would say maybe 30 miles north of Pittsburgh. Uh, I would I would estimate it. And then okay. um, to get to Ohio, um, you'd have to go through one dam, uh, which is right out of the, uh, the gate there uh, from the Beaver River. Uh, and to get to Ohio, I'd say maybe, you know, in a car about ten minutes, but if you're in a boat, it might take maybe like a half hour to go through the walk.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well, good. Uh, sounds like you got everything together. Uh, hopefully the weather will be nice for you.
3: Oh, I can only hope so.
2: Yeah. What was the weather like last year? Was it nice? Or-
3: oh, it was hot. It, it was a scorcher. But believe it or not, in the morning when we got down there for uh, for registrations, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think we were down there about 4 a.m. And I'll tell you what, it was cold. Uh, I had shorts and a t-shirt on, and my, my parents and my fiance they're they're running, you know, trying to go find a blanket and and close the put. It was it was frigid. And then as soon as that sun came up, oh, man, the humidity, it, it was it was hot.
2: Yeah, good deal. All right, sounds great. All right, thanks for
0: visiting with us. Thank you. Ben, Your turn, you know, wow. all right, buddy. A lot of these people um, go to fishing tournaments, and they go for the competition. Uh, with what you're doing out there, it's not just about competition. It's not about winning a lot of money. That Make-A-Wish Foundation, I cannot. I mean... There is a ton of good things that people can donate their time and efforts and money to, but for these terminal children, I can't think of anything that's any better. Uh, the Make-A-Wish in St. Jude's, two of my favorite things in the whole world. Uh, I, I I think the world of what they do at St. Jude's and Make-A-Wish. I, you, anybody that's ever watched the Outdoor Channel or the Sportsman Channel or, pers- or any of them channels. Uh, There will be a show on where guys take these kids fishing, or they take them hunting, or they take them out, and and it is the most wonderful shows that is ever on any of those those channels. So what you're doing is is really a cool deal uh, to to uh, donate the proceeds of this to make a wish.
3: And then I actually totally forgot. I was so caught up on that. Um, I totally forgot to hit on. Uh, new this year, I'm doing a youth fishing derby. Totally forgot uh, to even mention that. Um, we'll go ahead with it then. Yeah, yeah. Literally, it's it's a kids derby within the actual uh, main main event itself. Uh, I figured you know mix it up this year um, and you know try to get you know more kids out fishing. So we're gonna have it's 12 and under, and it's gonna be a $10 entry fee per kid, and that whole entry fee goes to Make a Wish. And it's um, hour long from I think I have it what 11 a.m. till noon, and then uh, I have trophies that are donated from um, a local trophy shop. Uh, so the top three places of each age division gets that, and then uh, Quantum or excuse me Zebco donated um, six uh, catfish combos, or just take me fishing combos, and then I got some other ones from Eagle Claw, so I'm gonna use those as prizes for all the kids.
0: That, that's outstanding. I mean, uh, these these events like what you're holding is, is really no different than what George Young does, no different than what Aaron Wheatley does. It takes the full year to put a project like this together, uh, and a lot of people a lot of people don't understand that. There's a lot of work that goes into these tournaments, and and you surely must have a bunch. Of really good volunteer help to be to be able to do all the stuff that you're doing at this event.
3: Well, I'll be honest. I, I was one of those people that think, you know, from from that first year I did, I was like, oh man, I was like, I could throw this together. This ain't to You know, I've seen. You know, I, I'm a smart guy. I could do this. Yeah. Well, I, I got I got a big eye opener. Um, yeah, it it was rough. Uh, I mean, it took a lot of work. Um, but uh, I mean, it, it's rewarding. Uh, honestly, in the end, and uh, I just want to say, uh, well, what's going I want to say thanks, um, to my dad. I mean, you know, he I grew up in the outdoors, and uh, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be working where I'm working today. But, um, in addition to him, you know, all my friends and family, uh, they're all down there, and I'll tell you what, uh, <laughs> I got a little bit of anger problems here from time to time when it comes tournament time. So, and they they, they they always uh they always put up with a lot but uh you know i I love you guys all to death uh i mean just the the support um that you guys have given me i mean it's uh i, I couldn't thank you enough for it um you know in addition you know, like to all the sponsors but um even the people I work with uh you know they they come down they volunteer their time um and I'm, I'm just grateful because, you know, like you said, honestly, I couldn't do it by myself. Uh, but it, 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 it does, it, it honestly, it, it does take me a year. And a lot of people don't believe that. But, um, you know, to, the way this goes, I mean, when you ask companies, you know, to be a sponsor, they allot so many uh, dollars for uh, donations, for sponsorships, you know, for the whole entire year. And if you don't catch them right at the beginning of the year, you're done mm-hmm. you know uh, you're on right. you gotta wait till next year yeah. so uh, literally this year I started clear back at the uh, at the beginning of January it was the first week of January is when I started contacting everybody and uh, I mean I think that that's basically how I got you know the 33 sponsors this year is you know is by hitting it early but uh, I mean the phone calls you know the time on the computer uh, I, I mean it's uh, it, it it's rough uh, I mean it Takes a lot out of you. I mean, wait, waiting to get responses. You know, you have to hear from this in order to go on to the next step. And I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. It, it gets it gets frustrating and stressful at times. But uh, I mean, I I've lucked out. You know, everything. You know, always comes together. But um, you know, these last couple weeks leading up to the tournament is it, it, it's always rough for me. Um, you know, getting the pre registrations ready and um, you know, getting a hold of the borough, finding out, you know, the ins and outs of how it's going to run. But, uh, I mean, hopefully it's smooth sailing from here on out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, I'm not sure that we have went over what the date is for
3: this tournament,
0: have we? Uh, no. I,
3: I, I think we talked off air on it, but I don't think we actually set it on air. We need
0: to, we need to make sure that we get that. Go ahead and give us the date and the times right now, and be sure at the end of this that you do it again. So, uh, because we'll have people watch this on YouTube for past when uh, the tournament is on. You know.
3: Yeah. So before I even say anything, all information in that could be found on our Facebook page. It's Field and Stream Catfish Classic. Just type it right in the search bar. Um, I mean, I, that's basically kind of. I have a website made, but, I mean, the Facebook uh, channel is really what everyone's been, you know, looking at. Um, but it's going to be Saturday, August 6th, and if you're signing up the day of the tournament, uh, the registrations are going to be from 4.30 a.m. till 5.45. And I want to do a quick rules meeting, about five minutes, and I want to have everybody on the water and get them out about, you know, 10 to 6. and And fishing is going to be from 6 to 4.00 and then the weigh-in starts at 4 o'clock. So, okay. I mean, you, you can fish all the way up till 4, but you have to be at that dock at 4 o'clock.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, Chad Wall wanted to send a question in on our chat and wanted to know what the depth of water is that you have up there.
3: Uh, from fishing out there, I think, I mean, anywhere 30 to 50. Um, mainly, I, I'd say you're looking at, you know, 35 to maybe 45. You'll find a couple holes that have 50, but for the most part, you know, it's about 30 to 40 feet.
0: That's, that's plenty of water for a lot of good quality fish. Now, oh, uh, yeah. do, do you have blues that far up that way?
3: No. Um, and I remember, I think Joe was talking to you on the show about it. Um, somebody thought they caught one. I've seen it on a Facebook page up here, but I, I don't think it, it was an actual blue itself. Um, right. so I'm, I'm gonna say no it's mainly the channel uh flat and then you'll get the bullheads and and that's right. about it
0: right and joe uh happens to be on uh in the chat right now and i and was he he's uh he said he's really looking forward to to fishing them against great tournament which i'm quite sure it is and he also added that the average up there on water is 20 to 30 feet
3: 20 to 30
0: yeah. Uh, yeah and you know and, and he popped in there and i knew when he did that that he would have a pretty good idea of what was going on, and we're glad to have Joe in the chat with us. And uh, you know, he's uh, like like we were saying earlier, him and and them guys, they kind of set him on fire up there last year. In fact, I will tell you right, right quick, not to take away from from what we're doing with you, but uh, him and Matt won that tournament, and uh, I was at a gas station on my way to a tournament in St. Louis, and they called me. And while I was filling my boat up last year and was telling me about it, they was pretty excited about that. and I, I was happy for him, you know, uh, I know Matt for a long time and, and Joe for quite a while, so it, it was pretty interesting that, that they got together and done some good. And Matt had actually contacted me when he told me he was going to do some work up there one anybody could uh, possibly do some fishing with. and, and uh, I hooked him up with Joe and man, they them guys just I honestly believe they had a great summer last year. Fishing together and all that stuff, and two really good guys in the sport. So, you know, I'm glad that it worked out for them. Um, You was talking about the raffle tickets that you have. Uh, Do you have to? Are you only selling those at the tournament, or are you selling them online? Uh, Is there someplace other alternative that people can buy these tickets to help these kids out?
3: Yeah, usually, I I mean, how we do it, you could buy in the day of the tournament. but for, for some reason, you know, if I get a lot of interest, you know, in the next three weeks, you know, that people want to buy some, you know, I, I can make arrangements. Um, my fiance's uh, aunt who actually lives up um, in the mountains, you know, pretty long ways, they're not able to make it down. She wanted to know if she could buy some tickets. So, uh, you know, I'm going to have her, you know, set some aside so she can get some. But, like, I, I mean, if anybody wants to buy some prior, uh, you know, feel free to, you know, send us a Facebook message and, um, We'll hook you up.
0: You know, uh, we went through some stuff. Now, I know you have a lot more. <laughs> Justin Wilson McIntyre's just lucky. Well, he may be, he's lucky a lot if that's the case. <laughs> but, um, you know, you got a lot more prizes that we haven't oh. talked about. It. And uh, to get that kind of participation, that that's a lot of effort. You know, we run tournaments for nine years and and uh, you know it, it's a lot of work to get that kind of stuff put together and you've done an outstanding job I'm very pleased to see uh, the fishing community and and not just fishing but these other companies getting behind this and, and some of that has to do with the way that you're doing it and some of it has to do with the fact that it's for Make-A-Wish and some of it just has to, you know it's just right for for that company and, and a company will see something like you're doing and realize that it's a fit for them, uh, where somebody else might be running the tournament and that particular thing might not be a fit for their company or they don't feel like that it's a fit for them. Uh, but man, you've you really put together a great deal going up there. Man, I I wish it was a little bit closer and wouldn't on the same day as some of the tournaments that we're already registered to go. Uh, even though that's a long haul, that would be an outstanding event to, to be able to attend.
3: Yeah, I definitely. Uh I definitely have to thank my parents. You know, that basically the whole basement is filled with uh, with prizes. <laughs> I, literally, I mean, you go downstairs, you, you're going to trip over. You go down in the garage, you're going to trip over something. I got rods laying everywhere. So, uh, you know, th- thank you to you guys. You know, for <laughs> you know sticking it out here with me. But yeah, I, literally, I, I talked on how many people I'm going to need a U-Haul to literally get all this stuff down there. I was telling Lyle earlier I, there is a a shipping pallet that I set up downstairs near my laundry room. That's like neck high filled with tackle boxes. Uh, I mean, uh, just, and and nobody believed me until I sent them a picture. Like it literally, it looks like, you know, a shipping yard, (laughs) just, just, just full, just full of stuff laying everywhere. Uh, well, that's a, that's a great
0: problem to have, dude. I'm I'm telling you.
3: Yeah, just, it's stuff galore.
0: that's, that's outstanding, you know, and then, uh, like I say, to, to get that kind of participation out of them companies and, uh, you know, people that's been in the tournament world for a while, they know what you're going through and how hard it is to do that. And and uh, there's a lot of tournaments. So these companies, uh, like I say, they choose the the, the the tournaments that they they plan on helping. They choose the ones they figure uh, will benefit the, the people that they want to help. And, and it's very clear cut that the that you're doing something right, because they've jumped on board with you in a huge way.
3: Yeah, like what you were saying, I mean, I want to say, you know, definitely thank you to the people. I've already seen, you know, a few people sign up, you know, some, you know, familiar faces, you know, which is good. I mean, you know, it tells me I'm doing something right, you know, to have people come back, you know, you know, for a third year. And then I'm looking forward to meeting, you know, all these people who are coming from afar, um, you know it's it's great you know great to see that that many people traveling and you know I love meeting new people so it, it, it's definitely gonna be a good time
0: well that's outstanding and uh, you know uh, I, I wish you the greatest success in your tournament this year I know it's going to be an outstanding event uh, when it's over uh, you, if you would either contact me and we'll get you on for a short uh, segment so you can tell us how it went or post stuff on our Facebook page or something because I know a lot of the guys that watch the show will want to know how it went and, and I will be very curious to know uh, if you made your hundred but I, I anticipate you'll be over 100 uh,
3: I, I truly I truly think so because uh, uh, put, put it this way <laughs> I, I really wasn't I really wasn't supposed to leak this but uh, there there is no other tournament in this area uh, I, I'm not sure if Joe's going to be doing his later, later that month, but basically from now until my tournament, there's nothing. And there, honestly, there ha- really hasn't been anything that big in our area. And um, from talking to Tim, you know, er- everybody is itching to get on the water and, and compete in <laughs> some, some way, shape, or form. So when I finally, you know, announce, you know, that, hey, there, there's nothing else going on right now, uh, I mean, I think a lot of people are going to, um, you know, be itching to get out there on the water.
0: Oh, I'm quite sure that they will. It'll, it'll be a good time, and, and uh, like I say, thank you for, for joining us on the show, and uh, we try to set up stuff um, to get, uh, hey, we, I, Tony Caton just put a message up on uh, this. This will be something you'll be very interested in. He just posted in our chat that to get in touch with Catch the Fever, that they would like to donate some, some products uh, with the Big Cat Fever Rods. Um, oh, that's awesome. Thank you. You, you. And these are the kind of viewers we have. Tony had sent me some messages about some other stuff tonight, you know, and and uh, you you can't beat viewers like that, and, and they do a lot of donating to a lot of the tournaments, and uh, send him a message. I'm sure they'll hook you up with something, and that's that's another prize that somebody will enjoy down the road, or you can raffle it off and, and uh, go make that money or however you feel see fit to do it, or whatever you and Tony uh, discuss, but that's that's a great thing, and thank you, Tony, for being a part of that. It's uh, uh, This is the kind of people we have in catfishing, folks. You know, we talk about this a lot, about uh, all the good people that's in the sport, and this just proves the fact that we're correct
3: with that. Thank you, Tony, and it, um, if you're still listening, uh, just shoot me a message over on our Facebook page, um, and if for some reason I don't get it or whatever, I'll, uh, I'll get a hold of Lyle. And um, I'll get in contact with you. But thank you, I I I tremendously appreciate that.
0: Well, you know, you you spent the whole year front doing for this, and I know it's not a full time job. You work like everybody else does. But, oh yeah. Uh, we we the the whole community of catfish and thank you for everything that you do to put on this tournament. And and uh, it, it's not a, so many people uh, make these things out of out of out of making money, and and uh, this is about helping someone else, and that's just. Uh, uh, there, there's nothing that we can say to, to thank you enough for what you're doing to the sport of catfishing because that just puts us a little ahead of everybody else and, and uh, it, I'm a little bit selfish with that. I feel like the catfishing community probably is a little ahead of the rest of them anyhow, and I get in trouble for saying that sometimes but uh, stuff like what you're doing and, and, and different things throughout the country uh, I, I honestly believe that because you don't see a lot of this kind of stuff with other uh, fishing activities.
3: No, but I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad this sport's growing, you know, to, to where, where it's at now. I mean, heck, I, I remember, I mean, I'm 27. I remember, you know, back when I was in high school, I mean, I'm talking like I'm old. Uh, I remember back in high school, you know, saying, you know, to everybody, hey, let's go catfishing. Well, what's, what's that? Like, yeah. what, are you, what are you talking about? And, and nowadays, it's like everybody under the sun, you know, if you ain't out on the river on Friday night, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, so th- th- to see it you know from you know that that time span it, it, it's awesome you know I it it's great to see
0: well you know catfishing in the sport is really grown. but at 27 you got a little ways to go to catch up with Chuck and Doc and I <laughs> <laughs> you'll to catch Chuck before you catch Doc and I, I promise you that <laughs> <laughs> well listen thanks again for everything you're doing thank you for being on our show tonight we've got some other things to talk about And if there's anything else that we can do or anything that you feel like before the tournament you need to share, just feel free to jump on the Catfish Weekly Facebook page and post it up. And good luck with your tournament.
3: Thank you, guys. I uh, greatly appreciate it. It was awesome talking to you.
0: All right, Ben. Thanks a lot.
3: All right. Thanks, Ben. See you. See you later, Ben.
2: Take care. See you, buddy.
0: Guys, there's there's not a, a much better uh, a deal than, than Make-A-Wish Foundation for them guys to uh, donate the proceeds of that tournament for, and and I know that last year Joe and them guys donated a percentage of their winnings back to that uh, to help those kids out, and and that's uh, it's a pretty pretty cool deal.
1: Yep. Yeah, I mean that is uh, that's a class act <laughs> when you know. Um, when a, a sportsman places in a tournament and turns around and just keeps enough money to um, to cover his expenses and and then gives back. That's right. Um, I mean, you can't get no better than that. I mean, you got a free fishing trip out of it. Um, what what more could you ask?
0: Well, I agree. I agree. And and, and that's the kind of like I say, that kind of people we have in our sport. And, and there's other other. Um, uh, things like this and, and maybe uh, people need to let us know about these things like I say Ben contacted me at the first of the year I don't remember January February just when it was and we set this data then to have him on the show a few weeks before uh, the event took place and and uh, I know that Claude uh, goes to a tournament that uh, Janet and Ben has something to do with the miracle children's miracle networks at right doc yeah and %uh you know I never get the information about this stuff to uh, to do Joe said they donated half back and and that's that's really cool Joe thank you guys for doing that um, but you know we will be glad to get guys like that on our show to talk about these events and it's not just that we do we do a lot of stuff you know we we have George on and we have Eric Leon and we have Brad. Next week we're going to have Brad Kilpatrick on. We're going to talk about the the Brunswick tournament that's coming up over over there and and it's going to be a good time visit with Brad. But these deals like that Make-A-Wish stuff is, is really important and uh, that's stuff that we really need to uh, to get out. Yeah, and Austin's tournament, Claude, put it in there that that. Uh, uh, he thinks that most of the people during it that won money donated it back to Austin's family and, and it should be. You know, you know, them, them guys are uh, they're struggling, they're having a hard times, they got big expenses for different things and uh, you know that's that's a pretty pretty cool deal. So uh, I, I was really glad when he contacted me about that. I knew about the tournament. I didn't know about it until to today, actually, I did not know about the, the proceeds going to the children's medical network and, and Joe probably told me about it and I probably forgot, you know. I can't remember my old name. That's why they used to put my name on my shirt all the time. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I just uh, – a year's worth of work playing it. And,
1: I mean, he got some prizes, didn't he, fellas?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He got some nice stuff. I he mean, I mean it, stuff.
1: it's it's unbelievable. I mean, the, just the cash value, um, you know, that, it, that gets on up there to about, what, you know, what his goal is. So, I mean, I, I – I see that uh, he shouldn't have no problem reaching his $7,000 goal.
0: I don't think so. You know, I, I don't know what kayaks sell for, and I'm probably never going to get in one of them. It's kind of like canoe. <laughs> do. I do. I don't have much use for them for my own personal benefit. But, you know, a lot of guys fish at them, and I know Joe does, and they have a lot of fun in them things. Um, but, you know, I, I'm – Pretty secure in them big, wide-bottom boats. That sit there and go. Uh, got a motor on the back. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at. But uh, you know, if, if you're if you're wanting a kayak or something, you're in that area. Go up there and sign up. You, you know, you buy a couple raffle tickets. If you win that, I don't know how much them things cost, but if you buy two or three dollars worth of raffle tickets or five, and and you win a kayak, it's got to be worth more than what your your ticket costs heck far
1: Right. But, you know, uh, and. Uh, yeah. You know, when you look at the, uh, the the banners he's got and the sponsors he's got on board, you, you know, you don't see any of the regulars that's usually sponsoring any of the catfish tournaments. Um, you know, if we give him a, a good list of, uh, you know, a lot of the uh, major um, companies in the catfish industry for next year, you know, T- Tony jumped on board a while ago with the Big Cat Fever. Um you know him, him and Caleb. They're always uh, some of the first ones to jump on a lot of these uh, charity events. Um, yep. You know, just about just about any cause that comes up, they're they're right there in it. So, you know, if, if they would have known about it sooner, it wouldn't have happened tonight. It would already happened. So, you know, for next year, maybe we can, you know, kind of give him a, a little bit of a filler on some guys that he may talk to and. Um, <laughs> You know, maybe that seven thousand gold can can get on up there and and try to double for him next year, along with the um, the entries.
0: You know, after visiting with him, I can kind of see how his mind is already. He's already working towards the 2017 tournament. I guarantee he is. Yes. And, and this year he got people like Carhartt on board and stuff like that. Man, what a deal! These companies get in there and 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 uh, donate to to that kind of stuff. That's just outstanding. And to have a pallet of plano tackle boxes, a pallet—that's that, a lot of tackle boxes. Yes,
2: oh yeah,
0: indeed. that's just unbelievable. Yep. So, you know, he's 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 doing everything really great. And I'm I'm very happy that he's getting that stuff done. So, uh, I want him to have a good turnout, and and maybe he'll let us know, and we can get him back on here for a little while and talk about that. Uh, I did. I did mention a minute ago that uh, next week we're going to have Brad Kilpatrick on. Well, let me pull my calendar up and make sure I'm lying about that. But I'm pretty sure that's right. Uh, yeah, next week Brad's going to get on here. We're going to talk about the uh, the uh, Casey Catfish um, Brunswick Wildcat tournament, and this thing will be going out of Brunswick and Zura. Uh, it'll be a night tournament. It'll be a lot of fun. I know they got several boats signed up, but if you're not signed up for this tournament, you need to get involved with it. Uh, I know in the past they've had over 100 boats in this tournament. I don't know for sure uh, what they had last year because I, you know, I haven't fished it. Uh, I, I fished uh, a Waverly tournament, I believe it was a couple years ago that Brad had up there, and. Uh, uh, we always have a good time over on Missouri River and boys. I know a lot of you guys are all concerned about that Missouri River. It's it's if you just pay a little attention, you'll be fine. And uh, just for an example, Joel Roberts and um, I can't remember who he fished with. He fished with a guide out of uh, Kansas this last weekend. They had a night tournament, and I believe it was at Waverly. Seventy some pound blue they caught was big fish, and I think they won the tournament. I know they did. Yeah, uh, I mean. Uh, Ryan Nagy, I believe, is the guy that he fished with. They they tore him up over there. Uh, 70 pound fish is really an outstanding fish. Uh, they've been catching a lot of quality fish from in that area on over towards Kansas City on the Missouri River. They've been laying out some pigs over there. So uh, I would would say uh, that it's going to take 150 200 pounds of fish to do any good in that tournament. I I really do. Uh, there'll be some. The big boys will be there. Uh, you know, John Jameson' will probably be there. Uh, and Gerlach boys will be there. Uh, Joel and his, I'm not sure who he'll be fishing with, but uh, Brent Riddle will be there. Uh, I I can't remember all. Of them. I know Danny McGraw is going to be there. Rob Gregus, I'm sure he'll be there with Danny. Or, uh, it it'll be a big deal. So uh, if you're not, uh, I hope Andrew Little's over there. Uh, Andrew's an old a good friend of mine, and and uh, he, I think the last tournament Cindy and I fished over there. I think he got second in that tournament, and uh, might have got big fish. I I, I don't remember now, but uh, it's a lot of fun. It'll be really good. And Brad will have all the specifics on it for next week, so we'll get him in there and, and uh, get going on that, and, and it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, what have you got uh, else to visit with us about tonight, Chuck?
1: Um, I just want to bring some uh, some really important points up right now about how important the the unification of tournament rules is going to be for uh, the future of our sport. Um, you know, catfish tournaments are, are going to places that really, you know, they've probably had local tournaments before, but never had national events get there. And they're going to places that don't have regulations. They're taking advantage of that and not having limits on their uh, on their creel. They're allowing the anglers to bring in, um, you know, whatever they catch. You know, um, I think it's very important that a unification um, should be set. I can understand, you know, from state to state, you may go from 32-inch uh, fish to 34-inch to 36 um, for your overs but you know w- when you're allowed to bring in uh, 200 pounds of fish and your your big fish is only in the 40s um, you know you know you've got quite a few trophy sized fish are capable of being trophy sized fish Within that creel, uh, you know, in that live well. Um, you know, I've, I've seen some guys that had very healthy fish come out, um, you know, but a lot of the guys don't have the equipment some of them guys have. And a lot of them places have very, very hot water. I know the fish, you know, or they're coming out of that hot water. Um, you know, but especially when you get in a place and you you're gonna have a tournament that's gonna last for, you know, eighteen or twenty four hours and you're catching those fish at the beginning of the day. Um, you know, I don't know the whole story on a lot of the stuff. I don't know how you know what the weigh in times were, if they were able to weigh in early or after six hours or eight hours. I just wanted to bring a point up about how important if you're gonna represent the point and bring tournament somewhere you ought to start off by by showing how important the conservation is, and by bringing unification to those places, and showing people, hey, we're going y'all bring in two big fish, over this size, the other three this size, um, and you know that's the route we're going, um, you know, and that's those states that these tournaments are being in, they're gonna look and see that. People are really seeing how important catfishing is, and that's really going to help a major push um, for those states having catfish become game fish one day, or even having them, um, you know, not be totally wiped out. A lot of these states, you know, they're saying that, you know, they're, um, you know, that. they don't want them in the rivers and, you know, not to throw anything back, whatever they catch, you know, keep, don't throw anything back. Um, You know, these tournaments come along and they say, hey, we are going to release, um, you know, and our fish are going to be healthy. Uh, We're only going to bring in two overs and three unders. Um, You know, that's what we need to start pushing for in our sport.
0: I I agree. I agree 100%. And and just to... Uh, to to let you know, Chuck, I mean I touched on this last week about the letter I got from Missouri Department of Conservation and uh, I waited till I would settled down a little bit and I sent them an email back uh, and and I just told them that I I don't care what their studies show, they're wrong about them. They need to continue those studies because the results they have right now are incorrect. There's no way that they could possibly make me understand uh we went fishing in the pool I grew up in I took my brother out for three or four hours the other day and we marked a few fish but I want to tell you something we never caught a fish in a pool that we used to catch fish every time we went out you'd always catch fish never caught one fish not one he only had one or two bites and we didn't cover the whole pool do not misunderstand me i was trying to show him how to drift and it this time of the year, with the bait stuff that we had, you should have got a bite on something and not area one. And then guys can say what they want. The fish are not there like they used to be. They may never come back the way they've let the commercial guys devastate their pools and water. And unless you get down around St. Louis now or below, uh, it's not going to be on that way. And, and I have talked to a lot of these tournament directors in my area, even though the Missouri and Illinois doesn't have uh, the two fish over 34 inch uh, regulations in effect on the rivers. I would encourage them all to consider those rules. I know that, that you guys want five big fish but for the majority of the people that's in these tournaments they do not have uh, live wells for five big fish and if and we need to lead by example by putting uh, two over 34 and three and two and three unders, Uh, In the rules for this, you guys just want five fish up limits. That would be the correct way to do it and show these, these uh, the MDC and Illinois DNR things that we're serious about doing this and and maybe that'll help get them pushed uh, into doing it. But uh, I am, for all the stuff that I do for the MDC, and I'm not beating myself on the back, don't misunderstand me, but I work with them very closely and it's very devastating that they would take such a side look at this and side up with a bunch of clowns out in Clinton that are following up with them. They're trying to push the Virginia uh, agenda in our state and thinking that these bluefish are trash fish and they're eating up all the crappie and bass. Why, hell, ain't nobody eating nasty old bass anyhow. So uh, if they eat a crappie or two, they should have been out of blue cats. That's just the way it is. They'll find you a tree to get in. But we've got a bunch of clowns around Clinton that run a little radio station, and they think they know what's going on. Uh, One of them's an illegal guide. The guides without a six-pack license from the Coast Guard. He takes everybody's money. He thinks he's God's gift to the uh, to the uh, fishing world in our area. And I guarantee you, if he was as good as he thinks he is, he'd be at some of these tournaments taking our money, and and he never shows up. So he just blow hard like the guy owns a radio station. But uh, regardless. Uh, these, these places won't take us serious unless we do something. So I'm, 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 I'm thinking that if uh, the tournament directors would at least take a look at this and, and consider that, it'd be a great
1: help to us. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, these guys want to show these conservation, these, uh, you know, fishery departments, um, you know, politicians, whoever's involved, how much we care about catfishing in the sport you know, uh, how much of a slap in the face is it, you know, you have a tournament on a body of water that they're pushing the invasive species bullcrap, and you have a tournament um, with, with the type of um, weigh-ins that, you know, you're only going to have two big fish, uh, um, and, and you release them back, you know, and they don't want you throwing any fish back. Um, and you're showing them, hey, We're gonna do this. We're gonna. This is how we do our sport. That's it's important. Um, You know, I think that's that's the best way to do it. And you know, show these guys that if you bring a catfish tournament to a state that don't care about their catfishery, and you go by their rules and their regulations, and you and you're gonna uh, have five big fish weigh in dead fish. Um don't release them all. Um, you know, you're, you're playing into their hand. You know, you need to go down there with a conservation attitude wherever you're at um, and play by unified rules and say, hey, this is how it is. We are going to weigh in this this slot limit. We're going to release this slot limit. Um, because this is our future, and this is our sport.
0: Well, what, one thing that a lot of people don't understand is uh, a, 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 a big bass, for the most part, is 6-7 pounds. Uh grows 4-5 grows years, six, ten at the outside. Uh, these these, uh, these big breeding-sized catfish, 30-40s, uh, some of them are 25-30 years old. If people don't understand it takes that many years to replace every one of them that you take out of there. And you're killing thousands of generations every time you pull one out of of, of breeding size fish. That takes well, they don't they don't breed till they get pretty good size. So uh, you know people don't understand that, and and they need to to consider that. Uh, Cliff Miller had said that uh, the way that we started Twisted Cat Outdoors and Alex has carried on with the three fish limit in waters that don't don't really have a lot of big fish. But but that's right, Cliff. Uh, you know three fish limit. Uh, most people's live wells will withstand that. They all won't. Uh, if you get 340s or 350s, that'd be kind of hard for a lot of guys to do. But a three fish limit is a lot safer in big fish water than a five fish limit. And the Wolf says it's going to take a lot more education. you got to break the generation mold that it's just a catfish, get the grease. And that's correct. And, and I read the other day on one of these posts somebody made and said, oh, my God, it doesn't matter how big that fish is. I'm making more, you can eat it. Well, you can't. I, I don't care what them guys say. They're blowing smoke up everybody's butt. When that blue cat gets big, it gets strong, the meat gets rubbery, you, nobody's going to keep the red meat out of anyhow. house. And by the time you butcher that fish, you've got a handful of meat that's fit to eat, and it's not nearly as good. As a three or four or five pound fish, it's just not. I don't care what they say. They just want to protect the fact that they can take them fish out, eat them. And I don't care who it is. They cannot make it taste as. If that was the case, they would let them cows and any other wildlife get so big that before they ever butcher them, they get twice the amount of meat out of them. But they don't. It's all all wildlife of any kind is better when it's younger. Uh, You kill a deer. If you kill a deer to eat, you're going to kill a small yearling. Uh, or a dough. You're not to. if most people don't kill bucks to eat, they kill bucks, make summer sausage out of and and uh, for the horns and that's just the way it is. So they could talk all that stuff they want it. It just it is just don't hold water. So uh Doc, what do you got for closing tonight and Doc's tip? Well uh, let's
2: see, I got a tournament. Uh, Whiskey City has a tournament going out of Tanner's Creek. 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. this Saturday. Uh, Doc's tip for the night. I'm going to just go over, since I had so much audio trouble last week, and I got it this week, but I'm on my phone tonight. But I just wanted to go back over the infrared thermometer that I use to do, actually I do it dual purpose. I can do my hubs on my boat, and I can do the water that's in my live well if I want to get a quick check see what the temperature is on the live well Um, these things are great. Uh, Rural King, I saw them at Rural King they were like 16 bucks and change Uh, so that's not bad I mean these things are really nice Uh, they'll give you that temp reading and just info for everybody you don't want your bearings getting over 180 degrees you're pushing the max on them right then at hundred and sixty I start getting a little worried uh, I know I got something going on at hundred and sixty uh, it's not unusual to see the bearings um, this time of year when it's hot like this it's normal for them to run a good hundred degrees brakes will run the bearings that the brakes are mounted to will run a little bit hotter they'll run 110 120 degrees uh, but uh, this thing right here will uh, it'll end up paying for itself with just one if you catch one bearing before it goes bad this thing is paid for itself so uh, you know I had all the audio problems last week and I, I really wanted to, you know show this to everybody you know I've had this thing for several years and uh, I've had my share of breakdowns along the road, Uh, and and it's not fun when you have breakdown along the road. Uh, I would much rather be in a parking lot or someplace where there's not semis whizzing by me at 70 mile an hour, and cars that are texting on, and you know doing (laughs) Facebook and everything else. You know that that is not the place to have a breakdown. So uh, you know. That's my tip for tonight, uh, the infrared
0: thermometer. That's awesome. Thanks again for that, Doc. I know that we had a lot of issues with your audio last week, so uh, everybody, uh, I think it was great that you brought that back so that they understood. And they're not very expensive. They can be used for multiple things, and, yeah. and uh, you know, there's it's just really cool. I don't have a lot of tournament stuff. I know that Alex has a twisted cat outdoor tournament coming up in Quincy, Illinois, uh, July 30th. It'll be a really good time. I believe he had told me that there's some added money. I haven't really had a chance to get with him. We've had a lot of stuff going on here at home in the last couple of three weeks, so uh, I'm sure he'll get with me and get me all the information. And you guys that have tournament information, please remember to to get it to us, and and we'll get on on the show when we can. Uh, Tony Caton had sent me a message uh, that uh, Don Debski, which is um Benji uh, Brown's wife, uh, significant I'm not sure how that works out, but she has passed away and if you guys uh, know Benji, please send some prayers his way. I know that that family could use them. Uh, I, I'm glad to see that people are are letting us know about things like that because catfishing is one big family. We' all kind of hang together even though some of us argue a little bit back and forth you know, Uh, we all stick together and we all need to make sure that that we continue to do that and and thanks for sending that in. Uh, uh, The tournament thing is is about all I had for tonight. We've got uh, a lot of big stuff coming up. We're going to have Brad Kilpatrick on next week and and, uh, we're working with uh, two or three other guys to coordinate times when they can and, and I've sent... Uh, I talked to Aaron Wheatley, and we need to get Aaron on here before Monsters on the Ohio, so we can go through uh, any changes and all the stuff, and, and make sure we have everything lined up before we get down there. Uh, we've got the big Mississippi River monsters coming up in, uh, in uh, September, uh, sometime next month. Uh, maybe we get George Young back on here. I hope we can can, can work Bill Dance back into getting on the show with us, but. Uh, I know Bill is extremely busy man, and and uh, if, if he can, I know he'll be glad to do it. And I we'll get George on here to go over all the rules and regulations, and and have an idea before everybody takes off and goes down there what they're up against, and 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 get that stuff put together. Uh, but we're other we're gonna than do that, a
2: video. We're gonna we do are, a video. Yeah, we're gonna do a video on move. how to do that anchor buoy for those. I think that that's work.
0: gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I think while we're out there, Cindy, Cindy actually mentioned something to me the other day Uh when we was talking about the fibers in the rods breaking and, and people high-sticking them and different things you know we'll go over that and uh, we might do a couple of them while we're all together uh, yeah and, and we, we was hung up you know you know how drifting is you get hung up all the time and and I had took uh, some of the new stuff that that we've been working on new projects that I have not told anybody about and different things and, and uh, that's how you test them. Is you get them hung up, and you you bend them a little bit, and then you wrap your line around your reel, and you break them off, and you throw them back out there, and you try to get it hung up again. We have done some of that Saturday, and, and we never had an issue one. So uh, we'll go through some of that stuff. But that anchor buoy, I, personally, I am extremely interested in that. I, I If I happen to be anchor fishing for whatever reason it might be, whether it's cold weather or cold water or whatever, uh, I want when I throw that anchor out. First thing is I want it to hang, and I want it to stay hung, and and it has to be a lot. That's why I use the cat rivers uh, because they they give me those lightweight anchors, and I can pull them up. I got a bad shoulder, and I'm not supposed to be lifting a lot of weight with that. Uh, But I could use a 20-pound anchor or something that was bigger if that buoy will pull the anchor for me. You know, exactly. so yeah. I, I'm extremely excited about that I, and, and that video is something that we we get done and, and we'll post it on Catfish Weekly YouTube page and people can watch it from now on because I know that, that you've been using that thing for, for years. And uh, yeah. I think it's a cool tool. I, I'm very excited about that. I think it be a lot of fun. Well, so guys, I think that'll do it. We're going to wrap it up for the for the evening. We want to thank Ben for being on the show and talking about the tournament coming up in Pennsylvania. And if you guys get a chance uh, and you're interested in doing that, get on their website and check that out. And I think he's posted some stuff on Catfish Weekly. And if not, I know that he'll update it and uh, and keep that that updated and, and uh two or three weeks I believe is what it's gonna be. So uh, it'll be a lot of fun going down there and, and uh, they've catched some pretty good flatheads up there on that Ohio River way up north there. So uh, you never know. You might see Janet up there. She's all the her catch of the one flathead. She won't tell nobody how she does too.
1: Nope. But that's okay and Chuck. That's right. We'll figure it out. I got some these <laughs> Yeah, I got some uh, really nice binos I'm bringing with me this year. And I'm not going to do nothing but follow Binks' boat around all day with those binos. And I'm going to figure me out something.
0: Figure them out. We'll we'll hook up the old video camera, and we'll videotape Janet catching them fish and uh, figure out how she's doing it. And we won't have to tell nobody. We'll just use her secrets. (laughs) All right. Uh, thanks everybody for watching for chuck davison and doc lang i'm lyle stokes and we'll see you next week right here on catfish